0: Hello everyone, this is John. Thank you for dropping by my YouTube and podcast, Catholic for Rednecks. If you're interested in becoming Catholic or learning about the faith, if you're just curious or intrigued or maybe looking for some junk, you have found the right place because I love to do videos, podcasts about the Holy Catholic Church. I was born and raised Southern Baptist in the great state of Alabama. And all. Uh, I'm just a redneck, but um, uh, I was born and raised in a different church than I'm in now. I even went to seminary out in Oklahoma and uh, I spent 50 years in Baptist Pentecostal churches and found myself wanting to be a Catholic. Come on in, listen. Hey everybody, this is John Catholic Redneck. Thank you for coming by my uh, humble and grainy YouTube, Facebook, Instagram channel. Man, this looks really bad. I hope if uh, someone does log on, if they can let me know if the picture's okay. I'll just wait and hear from somebody before I get going. Because looking at this monitor here, it's completely grainy. Hey, loved by Jesus, is it? Is the picture all grainy and fuzzy from your end? Because it is here. Mm, it's okay. Because what's okay mean? <laughs> it's all. Oh, it's okay. Let me see. Just as soon as I sell my next house. Close on my next house. There's a difference between selling and closing. It's not fuzzy. Hmm, Like I see, looking here, it's just all grainy and all. But as soon as I close and get paid on my next real estate deal, I am going to invest in my studio. Nothing fancy. I just need a place to go. I did have a YouTube studio, and things changed, and I lost it. So, glad, Jane, I see you. It's just a little dim. Ha! Let me turn the light on. I did have too many lights on a little ago. I don't know if that's any better. Hmm. Thanks for coming by anyhow. Okay, we're going to talk about something today that uh, has gotten me deleted and blocked. Many times you need a ring light. Yes, better. Yeah, I'm going to get all that stuff very soon. Um, Hang on a second. I'm going to crawl over here. I don't want you to see my rear end, but if you see my rear end, I'm sorry. <coughs> Is that any better? Okay. Anyhow, you know, I've noticed something, some things about becoming Catholic, and I notice after a couple of years of being Catholic on social media, which is real dangerous. Uh, Catholic social media can be a battlefield. You know, the whole Latin mass thing. And the whole thing about is Pope Francis, a good Pope, those two things, just people fight over it. I got a friend, one of my admins, Lindsay, over all, uh, she does the uh, Facebook part of this. And she is, um, I mean, just to read she posts stuff on her own wall. She's a trad, but not a rad. She probably used to be a rad, but uh she put stuff on there and uh hey Miles and it's World War II, World War Three. Thank you, Jane. But uh there's two subjects. Um besides the is Pope Francis a good Pope and uh is Latin mass, what we all should be doing, besides all that, yoga and tattoos i have seen so many people in catholic world fight over that fight over yoga and tattoos um, number one i don't have any tattoos as you can see um mostly because my dad had 13 and he told me when i was a kid never get any he, he just said he regretted getting his he told me it was a mistake. that He was drunk and in the military, and he told me not to get him. So that's one of the few things I can remember from a little boy, my dad, telling me not to do. So I never got one. Now, one time, I think I was overseas, and I was kind of drunk. And um, when I was in the Marine Corps, everybody got him. The, the most common one was that Eagle Globe and Anchor you know, the Marine emblem and there's another one with a devil doll, like a bull doll with a drill instructor hat and, and everybody, you know, it was, everybody had them just about everybody did. And I kind of felt like, man, I'm in here. I am in the Marine Corps and I don't have a tattoo. So I seriously thought about getting one, uh, at one point, I remember looking at the charts, you know, with all the designs and. I don't even know where I was. I was probably in, um. Italy or Spain or someplace where, when I had sea duty, but I didn't get one, never did get one. Now I have, um, my youngest son has two or three tattoos. My oldest son has zero. My wife has zero. Um, my mom has zero, but uh, and my brothers don't have any. I don't know about my nieces and nephews. If they have any, I ain't seen them. My my youngest son, Brian, that does Catholicism, he's got him. And the first uh, couple he got were like what they call jail house house tattoos. I remember he was standing over there doing his laundry. He didn't have a shirt on, and he had a smiley face right here on his arm. I said, Did you get a tattoo? Because it was that green tattoo color. And he said, Oh no, Dad, it's a sticker. I said, Okay. Because I know you go to the beach and vacation and stuff, and you get those stickers that are fake tattoos and they last a few days or a week or two. And uh, so he said, No, dad, it's just a sticker. And then a, uh, a short time later, I saw him again. That damn thing is still there. So that's a tattoo. He said, Yeah, he said he was out with his buddies. They were drinking and they tattooed each other. Well, then he got another one, except it's in a white white top of ink and it's you can only see it if you're in a you know a room with a black light like if you go on a ride at the fair or to some kind of party black lights I don't know if that's still a thing they were big when I was a teenager a million years ago you could get black light posters they were these dark posters with very vivid designs but once you flip the lights out and put a black light on they just lit up like you know Disney so um he has one like that. You can only see it under a black light. And then he got another one. I won't tell you what it is or where it is. Uh, like for his bachelor party or, or something. So, um, and he don't have any, you know, he don't have a sleeve or, you know, the Mike Tyson store, nothing on his throat, nothing like that. And, uh, anyhow, so there are Catholics. Now i got a friend, you know, a good Catholic friend. She's got tattoos. And, um, I've seen people jump all over her on her wall about tattoos and I've heard people rebuke her about her tattoos and I, I cannot see myself, uh, being so rude as to rebuke or correct anyone over a tattoo, especially online because it don't take much, um, bravery to get online and say anything to anybody but uh, i don't have any tattoos um as far as i know um i will never have one i don't care to have one okay now when i grew up pentecostal we were told that tattoos were a sin because that verse in leviticus that says uh not to get tattoos so you know that's a old testament law that we clung to as uh, Baptist and Pentecostal, and we thought that uh, you could not get any tattoos. Um, then again, you find out later on that that was a specific law, ceremonial law for the Jewish people, and that God gave Moses a buttload of laws for the Jews, and they applied only to the Jews. And that when Jesus came, he became the end of the law. Jesus became the end of the law and fulfilled the law. And then we have a new law, the law of of Christ, the law of love. And it's exactly what Pope Francis got hammered about a couple of months ago. Everybody jumped all over him for saying that. That it's not about keeping all these laws. He was talking about the Old Testament, but putting your faith in Christ, who has fulfilled the law. And everybody just beat him up for that. But it's true. The same place where in Leviticus, where Israel was told not to uh, make cuts, not to cut yourself, make cuttings on yourself, or tattoos, that same law said that if you can't control your teenage kids, to kill them. Okay. It also said that you could not wear uh, wool with other fabrics, you could not mix milk with. beef or cheese with beef so under the mosaic law it was a sin to eat a cheeseburger it was a sin to eat barbecue it was a sin to have markings on your body um it was a sin for um a, a lot of things man there's hundreds of hundreds of rules and it seems like the religious crowd wants to reach into those to that old testament rule book and grab a few laws that they want to hang on to and put on the New Testament church. You just can't do that. I'm a New Testament Christian. I'm a Catholic. Catholic is a New Testament religion. And uh, the more, the ceremonial laws in there do not apply to me. Okay. I'm free from the law. I'm free from the law. I'm alive in Christ. Um, there are moral laws in the old Testament that are still applicable. It was a moral law uh, that you cannot murder, commit adultery, things such as that still uh, bear false witness. That's moral law. It it will be here forever. Uh, But if you look at that scripture, if you read that scripture, it says that you should not make any markings for the dead or tattoos. And this is just my thinking. Okay. To me, they're saying they're saying one thing, uh, to not make cuts on your skin and tattoos for the dead. To me, that's what uh, the law is saying. And in those cultures where Israel were, they were around all kinds of pagan cultures, all kinds of junk, um, and they had a lot of practice like that: cutting themselves from the dead, drawing idols and demons and stuff on their skin and all that. And, uh, you know, God was saying, don't do that. We're not going to be like those people. You're not going to carve yourself up and paint yourself up with their junk. That's what I believe he was saying. Uh, Miles, it it was a sin to eat a cheeseburger um, in the days of Moses, then consider me a Pharisee. Okay, an uncle of mine who's a devout Catholic gave himself a tattoo as part of a gang he was in when he was 16 he was one of the holiest people i know yeah um i believe that um the now I looked it up in the now i was wrong about something yesterday in the smoking and drinking i said the word tobacco was not in the catechism it is i double checked it's in there and it talks about uh, things that harm your health it sure does and all uh, excess and if you're smoking Four and five cigarettes a day or two packs that is excess. It will harm your body. Uh, the catechism does address that. It's in there. Look it up. Look it up and don't don't get mad at me. But uh, I could not find the word in the glossary tattoo. Tattoo. Couldn't find it. Um, my vision is not the best in the world, but I do not see uh, the word tattoo. Let me look and make double sure see temperance. I don't see tattoo. And I don't see yoga either. So this is my opinion. I'm not a priest. I'm not a canon lawyer. Um, I'm not a, um, I'm nobody. I'm just a real estate agent that goes to a Catholic church. I have been to seminary. But as far as I can tell, it's not a sin to get a tattoo. Now, it may be a sin to get a tattoo that says something terrible on there like, f off you know you get a tattoo go f yourself um bitch have seen a girl once that had that tattooed across her neck um i remember a guy in the marine corps had fu tattooed right there F F U C. you see you know fu right there so that when he saluted uh officers he was telling them to f off i could see that being a sin hey lou g but the blame that's what i was thinking Tattoo but I don't see where getting a tattoo is a sin. Now to some individuals, it could be a sin against oneself. Um, maybe someone looks at their body and says, um, oh, you know, I have beautiful skin and I like the way I am. And I don't want to put ink on my body. Um, oh, that's great. That is real great. Oh, my little granddaughter, Lila, um, you know i hope she don't put any ink on her body i hope she don't but uh if she does i'll still love her but you know tattoos it's 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 a big credit i thought they were a fad a few years ago but it seems like my pastor has a tattoo father bean has tattoos i don't see any thing wrong with getting a tattoo it could be wrong if you put some um you know pagan stuff on there uh, the devil made me do it or something from the exorcist or some gang symbol uh, i could see where that would be a sin or get you in trouble i know some of the german nazis had eight eight tattooed or cut into their flesh or burned eight uh, eight the eighth letter of the alphabet hh how hitler on um, the ss in the in the nazi ss they had tattoos um they tattooed the Jews in a prison camp with a number um you know, the they jump on the Pope Francis for breathing they sure do. If he bats his eyes, they'll say it was some kind of mafia wink. Uh, we had a young priest at the cathedral who had tattoos a long time ago. The wrong of tattoos is all the wasted money um I would say if I had tattoos and I loved my tattoo, let's just say I had. My wife's name tattooed on my arm, and a lot my tattoo. I would think that that was a um, was a worthwhile investment. I wouldn't look at it as a waste of money. That's just me. I don't even know how much tattoo costs, but uh, let me tell you a story now. I'm, I might not just share this. Uh, if you do go get a tattoo, don't go get one because you said because I said it's okay. All right. Uh, especially if you put, if you're not married and you put a boy or a girl's name on you. It's what my dad did. My dad was in the Navy. Happy Veterans Day. He's in the Navy for 20 years. And before he married, he was stationed in Japan. When he was in Japan, he had a girl, a girlfriend. And from what I have been told, uh, they came very close to getting married and he had her name tattooed on his back and i think they were engaged and i grew up you know they had a picture of her up in the closet i mean it wasn't out on the fireplace but even after my dad died my mom kept that picture and the only thing i you know i was thinking my mom said the the only thing about the tattoo was uh for the entire marriage till my dad passed every time my dad had his shirt off or when they're in bed he's got to see this woman's she and my mom had to say the woman's name on her back. So, you know what I've always wondered? Hey, fat puppy. Um, money is an eye of the beholder. Anything can be considered a waste of money. It's all in what a per- yeah, I've heard people old timers say this is the biggest waste of money in the world. Might be. Um, I forget what I was gonna say. Maybe oh, should I say that? No. Anyhow, tattoos. I don't think they're a sin. If you think it's a sin, don't get one. And if you think it's uh, a sin and a waste of money and ugly, please don't say that to a a person. It can be very hurtful. I just don't, I don't understand that. uh, That friend, one of my admins, you know, they beat her to death on YouTube, Facebook, and everywhere over her tattoos. And uh, I just think it's sorry as hell. And I don't think people would do that in person. So, anyhow, let's go to yoga. Okay, this is a another hot point, a real hot point. I have seen people get in the biggest fights over yoga. And first of all, let me get my rum and punch here. What is yoga? Yoga. What is your definition of yoga? Now, I'm not a priest, I'm not an expert. I'm not a Hindu. But this is just my redneck definition of yoga. And it's not a correct textbook historical perspective. Basically, there are two kinds of yoga. There's really all kinds of yoga. In fact, there's like 200 different kinds of yoga. It's kind of like saying, what is religion? Well, there's hundreds of religions that believe different ways. They disagree. They have similarities. Same thing with yoga. So let's just simplify it on a redneck level. I don't know anything about tattoos. I know a good bit about yoga. Okay, let's just break it down into two kinds of yoga. Okay, you have the kind of yoga that if you Google it on Google, you'll get all these manufactured ads about yoga being a, um, a, um, Far Eastern Hindu, Buddhist, New Age spiritual. Exercise it can it combines meditation the mind you know your chakra or whatever and you do these poses that are representative of Hindu or Indian gods goddesses and you're connecting it all together where you come into a zen and you use your third eye and you can go to yoga camps in the Himalayas Tibet. all those places, and you sit around, you know, you can imagine everybody going um, um sitting around in a circle, and you got candles going and all that stuff, and all these Indian names per uh each yoga exercise called a pose. They have Indian names, and what yoga does is it connects your breathing with your mind with the exercise, and usually when uh, people do yoga in a group they do something called uh, salutations it's where they connect all these poses together and there's a lot of people that consider that a form of worship a religious experience and all that okay that's one yoga definition right here and that is one i think most uh, catholics think about when they hear yoga if you to say i take yoga They're going to think, you know, you're wearing a headband. You got a bunch of incense going. You're in the third eye and all this Hindu and Shaka and Shagaranda and all that stuff. Okay. Then you got another kind of yoga where you go to the YMCA. You go to church. You go to um, uh, a place in town, Gold's Gym. What are you doing? Hey. Yeah, I'm gonna go take my studio back. So you got another kind of yoga where you go to YMCA and uh, you look in the room and they're doing all these crazy stretches and stuff, and and maybe have some music on in the background and, and you're watching them and you're thinking, it's just like they're stretching to me. Okay. Now my testimony is I don't take yoga. I don't take yoga, I don't go to any yoga class, but I took yoga in an organized class for years and years. I don't look like, I don't, I know I don't look like it, but I took yoga uh, multiple times a day. I'm not multiple times a day. I would have, I took it several times a week for years and I never did any of the chanting or the, um, the meditations, the Hindu stuff like that. And uh, as a matter of fact, I, I was taking yoga before I ever went, before I became a Catholic. Worship comes from the heart, just like we get accused of worshiping statues and Mary and the Pope. For Pete's sake, no pun intended, a person knows if they're actually worshiping something or not. Yeah, they're, okay, here, here's what uh, some Catholics have, have told me. They say that even the poses in yoga, cannot be baptized, Catholicized that they, or that you're worshiping a Hindu deity, uh, whether you intend to or not. That's the most stupid ass thing I've ever heard in my life. That is dumb. I'm gonna tell you why. Um, You can go to my Facebook page and you can look up a girl named Himalaya. And she is a Hindu lady. And she is from India, born and raised in India. She came, somehow she wound up in St. Clair, Alabama. And I met her at the yoga class that I was in. And I'd been hearing people talk about, well, if you get in the uh, down the face of dog, if you do up dog, if you do warrior one or warrior two, that you are posing to these Hindu deities and paying them worship. Not only that, you're opening your soul up to demonic possession okay so she's there and i've been hearing this you know because i used to uh sorry i'm picking up my ear but i used to check in on facebook going to mass going to yoga and boy I, I used to get pelted over checking in the mass by all my protestant friends so you know what i did i got rid of my protestant friends uh then i would get uh crucified literally flogged for checking in the yoga i got rid of it if I can't be myself, you know, I you know, I don't need people. So I got I got to where to tell you the truth, I, I just quit doing it. I got tired of explaining it. So and I don't go to yoga class anymore. But um, that's not why I don't go. But Ham Hamalia, she was at yoga one night. She's a practicing Hindu. Did you get that? She is a practicing Hindu. She goes to the temple down in Roebuck by the interstate. She and on Facebook, she's always wearing these costumes and stuff and all these, you know, Hindu stuff. And I asked her, I said, I got to ask you a question. I'm not making fun of you. I'm not criticizing your religion. I'm just curious. I've been told that the exercises and poses that we do here in yoga class, that we are worshiping Hindu deities by doing these exercises such as ragdoll or warrior 2 or lunge or a plank or a push up i've been told that we are making the shapes and we're worshiping and you know what she did she looked at me like i had a booger hanging out of each nose and then she literally snot laughed you know what a snot laugh is that's when you suddenly bust out laughing so hard you laugh out of your nose and you and she laughed out of her belly for a good 10 or 15 seconds and she was wiping she and she said no say that again and i told her i said cat a lot of cats believe that if you do these poses you know like downward facing dog and um flog things like that that you're worshiping hindu did she said john that is impossible it's impossible, and she shook her head and walked away from me like an idiot. Well, my youngest son, Catholicism, I always mention him over there on Instagram, Catholicism. He's always jumping on me about yoga. Well, I I would joke about it because there's literally no exercise that you can do that is not taken from yoga. Yoga has been around for thousands and thousands of years. And many scholars believe yoga was here long before either the Hindu or Buddhist religions. And just about, and and I I would be thinking about this. I see high school football practice, track practice, soccer practice, basketball practice. Then when I joined the Marine Corps, we went to boot camp, and we had PT, and we stretched all the time. I used to go to yoga class, but I have all this on my mind from my Catholic friends. And we were doing the exact same stretches right there in yoga that we did in high school football um, in, in the Marine Corps stretching, you know, that stretch where you bend over and you touch your toes and just hang there. That's a yoga stretch. Or uh, the one where you, put your legs together and you bend forward. You watch an NFL or college football, watch college football Saturday morning, NFL Sunday, watch the players do their stretches. It's every single one, of every single thing they do is from yoga, it is. And so my son, he says, I tell my son, Brian, I said, all these exercises I'm doing, you do anyhow, How come if I do them, I'm worshiping a Hindu deity, opening my soul to demonic activity? I said, but my little granddaughter, Lila, she laid right over there all by herself, learning to walk and would do happy baby. You know, it's where they lay on their back and grab their front toes or sole limber. That is called a happy baby. Now, was she worshiping Satan, doing that? When you bend over to tie your shoes or you worship in Satan to do that, um, it's just, you know, what is your intent? You know, Um, so and I'm going to tell you one more thing. At the YMCA, I got two or three things to tell you. At the YMCA, there's an uproar about yoga being Hindu worship. It's new age and you can get demon possessed. So at the YMCA down here, they had two classes. One class was called yoga, and the other class next door was called stretching. And guess what? They were the same damn class. The same class. It was the same class. <sighs> yep, intent. Um, so people will say, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let me see if I can do a yoga. Okay, I'm gonna do a yoga exercise right now, okay? You put your arm like this, and you bring your arm like that. And I'm pressing my elbow in towards my chest, and I'm stretching all my deltoid and my back and my shoulder blade. And I'm holding like that for 30 seconds. And then I change, and now I'm doing this for 30 seconds. And you're telling me I'm worshiping a Hindu deity that I'm invite right now. I'm sitting in a chair and that is called the chair pose. So I got some friends that would think just by me sitting here, I'm evoking Hindu deities into my life. It's just so dumb. Okay. Let me tell you one more story where I check out. Okay, y'all know EWT and he's working there for was fired. And they had that lady, what's her name? Johnette. And I think her TV show is grace to you or something, a uh, very sweet lady. I should drive her to the airport all the time and, uh, carry her luggage and, uh, you know, studio security. And she was doing these, uh, series about yoga and, um, being, you know, being, democ- now keep in mind, I'm not talking about the yoga where you sit around. Um, lucky, I'm talking about stretching yoga, like you do it goes And she was talking about the evils of yoga and blah, 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 demon possession and Hindu and New Age and all this stuff. And I'm sure there's about as much of that going on at yoga as there is Catholics praying, worshiping Mary as Christ. I'm sure it's about the same amount. So um, she talked about the evils of yoga. You know what she, yoga, you know what she don't know is how many people in that studio went to, to the same yoga class I did. They're sitting there filming her talking about the evils of yoga and the freaking cameraman is in the yoga class <laughs> and the security in the yoga class and the front desk ladies and so many people there take yoga and all. Uh, it's it's just a mess to me. It's just a mess. The Catholic Church has said there's nothing wrong with the exercises of yoga. And anyone that thinks that you can't do some stretching as an exercise, like a plank. Uh somebody called in Johnette and said, Well, uh, are planks okay? Well, oh, yeah, planks are good. Where does she think planks come from? Planks, push-ups, it's all from that. So, anyhow. This is just me. I don't see anything wrong with getting a tattoo, as long as it's not one of, uh, you know, upside down cross or something like that. I don't see anything, anything wrong with stretching. Um, like anything, you can take it too far. I've, you know, I've heard and seen. You know, there's some Catholics in the Philippines that when it comes Good Friday, they crucify themselves up on crosses and flog each other and hammer nails and crosses and crucify themselves. I think that's going a little too far. Okay, but going to a yoga class, uh, don't bother me none. I know a lot of, hey, I ain't going to na- name some names of some on-fire Catholics. Y'all probably heard about that you might bump into in yoga class and might even be yoga teachers. So uh, we'll see you next time. I hope you don't unsubscribe me.